Are you struggling to contribute at Trivia Night? Do you find that the subjects of high school tend to cause you fright? Not to worry, we've got a solution of sorts A variety of topics and comedic retorts Your mind's awake, but your body's at ease When you're listening to Topical Breeze Whoa, 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 welcome back Hey, 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 everyone It's Topical Breeze Woo. Glad you could make it Good to see ya Happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this. Oh, uh, listeners. I, it's got to be Wednesday? <laughs> well, that's when we release them. Right. Not a lot. Right. Of, do a lot of people listen on Wednesdays? I don't know. Actually, shout us out if you're, you know, a, a regular Wednesday listener. I'm pretty sure that nobody listens to <laughs> us on Wednesday. For most people, it's like Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. It's like whenever you have time. <laughs> whenever you're like, Jesus. The the I need abyss, to turn my brain off. The the abyss of my own existence is overwhelming. I need two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and we're happy to be your idiots. Yep. Uh we're here. Topical breeze. I'm Nathan. I'm I'm idiot Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um I think I think this podcast would come out on the winter solstice. I think it's the twenty first, uh, the first day of winter. What day is it today? I'm not gonna when tell we, them. I know that's what I'm saying. Today, when this episode comes out, it will be yeah, December 21st. Nice, yeah. Happy and happy solstice, everybody. Happy solstice, yeah, and merry winter to you all. And if you are who's winter, and why would I marry her? Oh God, <laughs> she's the right ta- back. She's the you. town. She's the town tart. <laughs> oh no, I heard that phrase in the Fantastic Mr. Fox. You know that movie, Wes Anderson. Yeah, I know the movie. It's a great movie. Um. God, ain't no better sound in the world. <laughs> world. God. You know, I wonder what this podcast... Oh, that does taste good. I don't know why it tastes so good today. The I podcast? W- the podcast. <laughs> Damn, this podcast tastes good. Damn, tasty as fuck. I wonder what this podcast would be like if we did one just like... Hammered? Yeah. Just we gotta try it sometime. I don't know if that's... Well... I wonder if people would know. I wonder if people would be able to All tell All right, listeners, difference. you tell us. At one episode in the next, I don't know, 10? Oh, I love it. We will be absolutely drunk. Yeah. And you have to guess. Yeah, right in, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a letter. To whom it may concern. To whom it may concern. For whom the bell tolls. Um, well, yeah, so welcome to Topical Breeze. Welcome, um, to Bre- top, top, top Breeze. Welcome to Topical Breeze. Yep. Uh, this is a science episode, Andy. It's also our Christmas episode. Woo! Yay! Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus <laughs> is the reason for my treason. <laughs> Sorry, listen to last episode to understand listen that Listen to last joke. episode to hear about the treason and the circles yeah. of hell. Um, but yeah, it's our Christmas episode. Um, happy, happy Christmas, Andy. Or... Well, thank you. Well, Christmas is this weekend. But why are, why are you saying Happy Christmas? Was this Harry Potter? What happy is this? Christmas, happy Harry. Happy Christmas, Harry. <laughs> I'll go your sweater. I'll go your sweater. That's what British people sound like. <laughs> if you're one of our British listeners, don't be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Try your best to not. No, you guys, I we hey we tied you in the World Cup this year, so I guess we'll call it soccer. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing soccer. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing soccer. Um. So yeah, so uh, 
if you're a if you're a Jewish uh, person, if you're somebody of the Jewish faith, happy Hanukkah. Happy to Hanukkah. You. Um, but it sounds like this episode is not about that. What is this about, Nate? So I, it's it's. Let me just do the. Here's the title of the episode. Of Andy. course, this this episode is called "The True Science of Christmas." God dang! But no, wait a minute. I did the true meaning of Christmas. I feel like you're ripping me off. This is the true science of Christmas. And disclaimer: uh, my wonderful, beautiful, clever fiance came up with this joke. I would be lost without her, and she'd like me to sing "All I Want for Christmas Is You," quote unquote. But make it sciency. But I'm not going to because I'm not a freaking nerd. Um. So Nathan, this is weird, but like, there's like a red dot on your <laughs> forehead, like, and you look like you're sweating. <laughs> no, that's from my cat. Don't worry. Oh. Sh- the cat's got you back. <laughs> I don't have a cat. And Stevie is your cat. Stevie's he's my a, dog. He's a, he's a <laughs> cool cat. Stevie got that dog in him. So what was the song that she wanted you to sing? Uh, she'd like me to sing All I Want for Christmas is You, But Make It Sciency. Um, All I want for Christmas is Science. uranium. Uranium. Uh, well, oh. there you go. Hope you're happy. Iodine. <laughs> it's just that the was iodine. Got yeah. it. No, it's the part. It's the, how that song starts. Don't <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. For Christmas is Thanks, Stevie. Well, yeah. Yeah. So it's a Christmas episode. I, I tried to uh, kind of rapid fire look up a bunch of different science <laughs> things <laughs> with, with <laughs> Christmas. Rapid fire. <laughs> Sorry. There's a rapid fire going on in here. It's hard to dodge. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so I tried to look up a bunch of stuff yeah. related to cri- really the holidays that was sciency, and I I just I have a lot of stuff. Okay. I don't think I, I wasn't able to get to like all of the holidays that I wanted to, as we experienced when we uh, did the true meaning the of meaning Christmas. of Christmas. So do, a lot of do stuff. I have to do the true math of Christmas, and you have oh, to do the true history of Christmas? I now? think I think we'll have to. That's kind of interesting. Okay. Eventually. That's fun. Well, we've done two Christmas episodes and one here already, so <laughs> who knows what the future holds. at least two more next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, once a month we do a Christmas-themed episode. Oh, not bad, not, not bad, bad, not bad. Um, so, yeah, science topics about Christmas. Um, so this is just kind of like a grab bag. That's what you're throwing at. Sort of a grab bag. Okay. The first thing that I kind of focused on uh, was looking at the feasibility of a lot of um, common, I guess, Christmas things. Okay. So we're going to spend a okay. little bit of time on some of that stuff. And yeah, there's yeah. several aspects to it. Uh, and then there are a few other things that I kind of gotcha. uh, have prepared if we have time. If we get lost in the... In the, in in the, the Christmas, in the cranberry sauce. If we get lost in the cranberry sauce, it, it is what it is. But <laughs> I have a couple things prepared here. So <laughs> I ran through a lot of numbers. Uh, to to start with this this first part, which I know is kind of mathy, but it's it's a science episode. I'll people. allow it. So we're gonna start with um, I know you know a, a very prevalent Christmas phenomenon. Santa. Santa. Yay! Everybody likes Santa. So well, not everyone. Well, <laughs> some people like Santa. There you go. Famously, uh, my mommy. <laughs> you know, my parents didn't do Santa. I do. We talked this, about yeah. this last week. Yeah. So my parents just decided that Santa was the thing that disclaimer I know for about. any children listening to the podcast. Oh, it's a little late, isn't it? 
No, it's not late. Nathan, if there are children listening to this podcast... Oh, you mean their souls are gone. It's... (laughs) Their souls are too far gone it's, to be there's saved. There's no way. It, it's, it's Disclaimer, if yeah. you have children. No, 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 no. Now, wait a minute. If you are a parent and you are allowing your child to listen to this podcast, hey. first of all, shame on you. Second of all, <laughs> thank you for boosting our viewership <laughs> and widening our well, demographic. Sec- third of all, we need them to actually listen on their own device so it counts yeah. as a separate listen. So and we need them to retweet us on their <laughs> Twitter pages so their friends think that we are cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's too far gone for the kids. So you were saying, <laughs> yeah, your parents didn't do Santa. So like when I was like five, I came home from school and I was like, Mom, everyone's talking about Santa. What's Santa? And she's like, Oh yeah. So other kids believe in Santa. We just never told you about Santa. Like we just never did Santa. Uh huh. Is that crazy? It is, it is kind of crazy. Yeah. Coming from someone that did Santa. You fucked Santa. <laughs> Tell me, did he smell like cookies? <laughs> Even more than you'd imagine. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Yikes! Thanks. Stevie, you scared of Santa Santa Claus? Yeah, kind of. This guy's scary. Why is Stevie... Stevie, you going through something? You allergic? I to got stung by a bee. <laughs> Stevie ate a bee. No, I stung by Oh, stung. You got stung. Uh, so sorry, Stevie is um, currently claiming work workman's comp, so we're yeah. kind of going through a legal battle with yeah. that. But Good luck. We're not <laughs> LLC, idiot. <laughs> we're two guys and one soundboard. <laughs> two guys, two beers, hey and one man. sound. Hey, man. <laughs> so we're talking about Santa. The, uh, it's some feasibility of some parts to right, Santa. So we're going right. to start with... His um, girth. How, how realistic is <laughs> how his girth? Can one <laughs> how can one man... Carry that much width. Yeah. Um, no, we're gonna obviously start with with the delivery of mm-hmm. the presents. Is that's right? Is the you know? And tell me, when you fucked Santa, did he <laughs> deliver? <laughs> <laughs> he over delivered. Oh, look out! I got two presents. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, um, I I ran through a lot of numbers here, and we're gonna start with just how many eligible eligible how many children would Santa theoretically deliver to? <laughs> eligible. <laughs> So let's be realistic. Not every child is nice. <laughs> Not every child is on the That's nice list. True, but, but he's well, still stopping at every house because he has to drop off the coal. So right. So so what I started with is is uh, Christians. Oh, <laughs> generally, that's. Where oh, Santa yeah. is believed, and in. there's no way he'd be able to do it with those twelve crazy nights. <laughs> there's no way. That's too much. <laughs> twelve crazy nights. What? Did, yeah. How many it's nights? Eight, my friend. Oh, it's the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah. It's the eight crazy nights of Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize to all. As of made our famous listeners. by the Adam Sandler movie, and also, you know, Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> so again, we apologize to our Jewish listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is there this are two point three billion Christians in the so world, Andy. Bad. That's an estimate, and about ninety six percent of Christians celebrate celebrate Christmas. Oh, now not every single one of those like Christians like y- does Santa like right. like you said you did not. But I don't have a good metric to be able to track that. Yeah, so I'm gonna so, throw that out well, the window. No, no, no. If you were like a lower middle class family in the Midwest, and then you know. <laughs> And the Catholic Church, then I don't know. There's at least some of us who didn't do Christmas. Right, exactly. So. I hear you, but I don't have a great metric to track the amount of people that. Do you have a metric to track highly religious parents <laughs> with a low income <laughs> that 
that weren't keen on Santa a whole lot in the first place, but certainly could not afford Santa. Um, in a short, in a, in a word, no. Okay. Well, I'll do some research of my own. So we're gonna start with 2.3 billion Christians. From there, we can narrow things down. About 25 percent of the world population is under 15 years old. Uh, I okay. could have done under 18, but under 15 just seems a little bit more Santa you know, realistic for Santa. Um, <clears throat> so 2.3 billion Christians. Do a little bit of math. 25% of the population is under 15. This gets us to 551 million children uh, who are, quote, unquote, eligible <laughs> to receive from Santa. Five point, five point, what did you say? Fif- 551 million. I now know what it feels like to be on the other end of a math episode, and I got to say, it's a lot. It's a, it it's is a lot. overwhelming. And the first part here, I'm going to have quite a few numbers, but there are 551 million eligible children for Santa to give to. I didn't even bother. million eligible children. 551 million things of coal. <laughs> they all suck. They all shits. All kids are shits. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. <laughs> I didn't even bother with the whole coal versus presence thing because, in theory, he has to stop there anyway uh, to drop off the coal. Uh, right. Um, are we? We're not saying that they're in separate households. Well, I was. That was my next step. Amazing. Right. So we have 551 million children. Nice. On average, in the world, um, kids per household is 2.9. Okay. So divide that. You've got 190 million houses. Nice. That Santa would theoretically have to visit. Or apartment. Or apartment. So sorry. Homes. Living spaces. Yeah. <laughs> Santa right. would have to visit, assuming that all kids get something naughty or nice. Nice. So the second question is, how much time does he have? <sighs> okay. Um, it's going to depend on where you're at because yeah. of... The time zones. Seasons. It's going to depend on time zones, <laughs> but it's also going to depend on <laughs> seasons because the nights are longer in the northern hemisphere during the winter. Uh-huh. They're shorter... Uh, in the southern hemisphere wow. during the winter. So, so he's really got a book in Brazil. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's in Australia, trouble. he's got, like, no time. He is done. And it's hot in Australia <laughs> that time of year. Yeah. Look out. That's where you see the Santa in, like, the in like the beach shirt, like the Hawaiian shirt Santa. Sorry, you've seen Santa <laughs> in a beach shirt? Well, when he came over. You said, you said that's where you see Santa. <laughs> like, it's a Pokemon encounter. Like, it's going to happen. There's a 5% right. encounter rate. When you see Santa. <laughs> <laughs> it is an inevitability that if you are in Australia. In, You're going to see December, Santa on the beach, guys. You got to be ready for that. Y- yeah. And there's no way to be ready for that. Uh, but in the, at least in like the northern half of the U.S., uh, on December 25th, sunset is at 5.56 p.m. Dang. Sunrise is at 7 a.m. So I'm going to be conservative with these numbers. Um, just because, like, in reality, Santa would not start delivering presents at 6 p.m. because everyone would still be awake. Correct. Um, but Thank I'm you for being realistic about this. I, and that's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> My realism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. I'm a very realistic guy. Well, yeah, it's important to be realistic when we're talking about <laughs> Santa. <laughs> yeah, the feasibility. <laughs> so we're going to use conservative estimates Hell for yeah. time. Uh, so in the Northern hem- Hemisphere, that gives him about 13 hours. Okay. Um, of nighttime or sure. uh, dusk, you could say. Uh, at the equator, that's going to be 10 and a half hours. Oh, okay. That's a pretty good amount of time. So. <laughs> and then I did um, Melbourne, Australia. Yes. Sorry, where? Melbourne. Melbourne. Okay, now I got Melbourne. it. Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. My path. <laughs> I did not do Perth. I did Melbourne, which is like one of the 
for the s- southern cities in Australia. Right. Uh, and there's about seven hours and 45 minutes of uh, darkness there from 9.30 p.m. to 4.45 in the morning. Holy crap. That's insane. I mean, it's about the same as what it is in the northern U.S. in summer. Nuts. Yeah. That's nuts, that, man. Thanks, Stevie. So. Stevie with that bee sting. He's really struggling. <laughs> he's pulling through. He's pulling through, and he doesn't need workman's comp. Oh, oh! so you get to be mean to Stevie hey, all you man. want. I'm just hey, looking man. out for the business. What What business? <laughs> Stop calling us a business. <laughs> Sorry, not an LLC. Not an LL Cool J. Uh, I'm getting distracted. I don't have time for this. Uh, so I'm using the the most amount of time, the 13 hours of okay. darkness for and, my estimate. And I appreciate that. Just to give him as much time as possible. And he'll need it. Now, he does travel through 24 different time zones circling the so world. So that's what I'm saying. He does have some leeway. So you, so you have 24 hours, one hour for each time zone that you're going through that yeah. you get extra, plus 13 hours. So he has 37 hours. Okay. To deliver all those presents. It's pretty good. Break the math down. Um, at 190 million households. Yeah. 37 hours. Great. That's only 5.13 million households per hour, <laughs> which is 85,000 households per minute. Okay. Which is only 1,400 households per second. I mean, you could... I mean, if I f- were to fly over Manhattan in a magic sleigh... And just yeah. start yucking presents just and shower it. Yeah. yeah, I think I could hit those numbers and with like a with like a jet. And, and oh yeah, and that's that's the next part of my part oh, of my map. Thank God. Well, I, I have something else before we get to that. So that's the whole world. It would be the whole world. The whole world. It would be fourteen hundred households per second. Easy. Let's simplify things just a little. I'd bit. love to. Okay. Let's say he just has to do the United States and Canada, that part of North America. Just for purposes. Yeah? Okay, so Scandinavia can go fuck itself. That's what you're frankly, saying. Frankly, yes. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Um, <laughs> so just North America will do the same math. He only has 17 hours because there are only four time zones to go through. So he loses some time. There's also fewer people. So eligible kids in North America, 33.58 million. Excuse me. Um... <laughs> So Nathan, hold on. So Nathan took the mic away from his face and then said, "Excuse me," like he was, like he was upset that he burped, and then he patted himself on the chest like six times, like an ape, <laughs> asserting his dominance, which would lead me to believe that he was not embarrassed and that he did not actually feel the need to excuse himself. So I just wanted everyone at home okay. to know that that happened. Cool. Okay, we're good. Cool. Thirty-three point five eight million. Uh, that's actually households in North America. I cut out all the, the numbers here, and I just and I appreciate the, the that. final number. Yeah. Uh, so thirty-three point five eight. That's one point nine seven million per hour, thirty-two thousand per minute. Only five hundred forty-seven per second. Oh my God, dude! So, Canada's a cakewalk. Oh Canada, there's nobody in Canada. Sorry. Oh Canada. <laughs> I don't know the rest. Me either. nice. <laughs> yeah, they are. So that's that's the number on, you know, number of visits. Yeah. It takes. Now let's talk about the speed. I'd love to. Uh, my physics teacher did this with us. Oh, we had the same physics teacher. We sure did. Uh, I don't want to say anything. We else shouldn't. No, that. we don't need to. No. Uh, so let's take a look at the possibility of Santa's travel across the world. Earth's circumference is twenty-four thousand nine hundred and one miles. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. 
I, I again simplified it. Let's say he just has to travel around the world, not like go all bing, over bing, the place. Bing, 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 not, not yeah. like ping ponging to every single home. Right, but instead just one lap around the equator. Okay, which one. is way less than what he would actually have to do. Yes. Okay. Like way less than what he would actually have to do. Yeah. Okay. Especially to keep up with the with the time zones yeah, okay. and the north south. It's Oh yeah. To actually break it he down. He would basically would, be like like up and downing you, yeah. from north pole you to south pole. You would have to pole. go every single time zone, go south to north. Go to the next time zone. Go south no. to north. Oh, well, north to south, right? Well, you would want to start in the south because you have few less time there. Oh. Or you do the whole southern hemisphere first. That seems... Go around for I a second because you have a lot less time and night in the southern hemisphere. We got to get him... We got to get Mr. Claus on as a guest so he can just... Do Chris, it. if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the cast. <laughs> Chris Kringle. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. I got it. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, diameter, 24,901 miles. Cir- circumference. Cir- sorry. Yeah, I wrote circumference. I said diameter. Yes, circumference. Um, so, for again, that's a super conservative estimate. How fast would he have to travel to do that lap? So, we're giving him the 37 We're going to give him 37 hours. Okay. Just because. Uh, he'd have to travel 673 miles per hour, which works out to 0.18 miles per second. The speed of sound, Andy... Do you do you know how fast the speed of sound is? No. Do you care to take a guess? However fast Sonic can run, plus one. <laughs> plus one. Uh, speed of sound is seven hundred seven hundred and sixty-seven miles per hour. So he's not so quite moving at the speed of sound. Right. Okay. Well, Just close we, to it. We have jets that can break the sound. Exactly. Barrier. The currently the fastest fighter jet in use is uh, Russian. It's the MIG-25. Don't ask me about all these military-grade jets and stuff. Shit, I, I was about to ask up. you about a bunch of military-grade <laughs> jets. Because I have so many questions about the details. Right? <laughs> exactly. This one travels uh, a little under Mach 3. Um, mm. Mach just means... like To make fun the, of somebody. I'm well, not an idiot. It's M-A-C-H. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Mach... <laughs> And Mach is just le- the speed of sound. So Mach 3 is three times the speed Holy of sound. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you're traveling Mach 2, you're traveling twice the speed of sound. That is nuts. So this jet uh, maxes out at 2,190 miles per hour. Oh my God. That's crazy. That's really fast. Is that possible? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you. It is. Look okay. it up. Okay, fine. Um, now... So, in theory, that would be possible for Santa to travel that fast. Right, but that's not what he's doing. Correct. Yeah. But this is almost three times the speed he would need to travel. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a plausible on that one. <laughs> so, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Let's say he did the whole north-south. Ping, 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 ping. ping. Yeah. And let's say it's a straight shot. How many time zones did you say that there were? 24. So... Like, thinking about it like that, he would have to go up and down in the yeah. world 24 yeah. times. <laughs> so each up and down would be roughly equivalent to the circumference. Well, he doesn't have to go up and down the whole thing. Okay, so There's up. a lot of ocean. Okay. You don't have to go all the way to the top and all the way to the bottom. Okay, fair enough. What I'm saying is he would have to go about 20 <laughs> times that fast. Yeah, is probably. what I'm saying. Probably, yeah. Okay. Because he'd have to do the We're also not down. taking into account fuel. Refueling that Oh, well, that's just be. grass and hay <laughs> for the reindeer. For the reindeer, yeah. right, right, right. He's not actually flying a jet. 
It's just no, no, no. I'm so sorry. I for, I it's a forgot. slay. <laughs> Hashtag slay. <laughs> Hashtag slay. Um. Yeah. So I, I, I'll give him a. So you're stamping a plausible. <laughs> on. I'll give him plausible on that. <laughs> Who knows, man? And of course, you have to work in the time for him to climb down the chimney and eat a bunch of cookies. Well, well, yeah. But let's say he's just like. Snappy, on that, snappy. he's banging. Here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand. Yes. Why don't in Western culture? Why don't we just say that Santa can stop time? <gasps> that would be so smart. Yeah. Right. Or slow down time. At yeah. Least. I mean, he, just let's just say he's already a magical dude. Yeah. He's got elves working for him. That's what I'm saying. That's what, he got magic reindeer. He do got. He magic can stop reindeer. time. He can eat cookies at Mach ten. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of him eating cookies, let's say that Santa eats one half of a cookie at every house he goes to. That is not. That is. He's gonna eat way more than that, and you <laughs> right, know that. I do know that. Uh, this man has no self control. <laughs> he knows no bounds. But at one half of a cookie, that's only uh, what eighty five million cookies <laughs> that he has to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Which now that I'm saying it, well, really well, dumb. no. <laughs> You know he's not eating. He's like he's biting into like like one of those like uh, store bought cookies. The ones with the, I hate those really the dry, crumbly ones. On I hate them. Okay. He bites into those. He's like, mmm. He like spits it out. So oh, it oh! I didn't even think about him spitting it out. Yeah, I think he chews and spits. Yeah, like tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> tobacco. Maybe that's how he's fueling the reindeer. The reindeer have a crazy sugar high. <laughs> It's a great idea. Shoves cookies in their mouths and milk in their butts. <laughs> milk in their butts. Okay. One chocolate chip cookie is about 78 calories. So half of a cookie is about 39 calories. Using the 190 million households, that's about 7.4 billion calories <laughs> in a night. Um, it's a lot of fuel. From the research that I did, the most a person can kind of eat or should eat or can feasibly eat in a day is around nine to 10,000 calories. Uh, that is a lot. That's a lot of Which calories. Which is insane. I eat probably around 2,000, maybe even As less. As you're kind of supposed days. to, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that one's, that one's, that one's no. Also, uh, you can't even drink like a gallon of milk, um, really, without <laughs> some health concerns. Well, so. Maybe you can. <laughs> you're drinking skim, I'm sure of it. Oh, gross. Who puts skim? Who buys skim milk? I'm putting first an eggnog out for Santa. Yo, put a little rum in that eggnog. <laughs> getting, I'm getting Santa fucked up. Santa about to wind up in a ditch. Santa in getting Nebraska. a DUI. <laughs> SUI slaying under the influence. Slaying, which is what I do every New Year's. Oh yeah, absolutely. Slay I've seen it. I've seen I do it, not drive. I do not drive under the influence. No, he just by the slays. Okay, there you go. Um, so yeah, the milk thing also, you know, not possible. The milk <laughs> thing. <laughs> so Santa's dietary habits are confirmably bullshit. Uh, we can stamp, move past that. Stamp a bullshit on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the uh, the weight of uh, Santa. his his um, legendary BMI? sack and. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I mean like how much he's carrying. His BMI has got to be nasty. <laughs> 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 he stands on the scale. Although, although, if you think of, and, and what we're about to look at here, he's got to be a pretty, a pretty muscular guy. I believe it. Uh, so let's let's uh, on average say that every kid gets a um, downtown noodle shop Lego set, which I looked up and it is a real thing. Hey, it's just a Lego. Set. What? Why did you look that up? I was looking for a good like 
baseline gift. Okay, you were looking for gifts for somebody in your life. Someone across this and said, "This is the most average thing I could possibly." What the think downtown of. noodle shop Lego set that I sold it? out on the Lego website? Can I see it? May I, I have see to pull it? it. I don't. I did it yesterday. I got to pull it back up. You wrote down the name of the Lego thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Extensive notes, people. <laughs> extensive. Uh, former listeners will remember that I take extensive notes. Uh-huh. A whole half a page sometimes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's way more than that. Sorry, three quarters of a page. <laughs> there we go. You do notes like Santa does cookies. <laughs> take a Are bite and spit it out. You got it? Yeah, it's it's loading. There it is. Okay, the downtown noodle it's shop. It's only forty four ninety nine. Why is this a thing? Uh, I don't know. Look at that. Why... What Look, what there's a dog. So what about and an ice cream cart? What about where we are as a world says that the best selling Lego set is this in a This is not shop. best selling. It's, it's just it's on out. back order. A lot of Legos are it's on back order, $50. Andy. It's $45. What it's $44.99 specifically. Why is it so expensive? Dude, Legos are ridiculously expensive. Okay. Like I said earlier, fuck Scandinavia. Well, where are Legos? Denmark from? is not Scandinavian. I thought it was... Well, it's not on the Scandinavian Peninsula, which I is how I count. thought it was culturally count. Scandinavian. Culturally, yes, kind of. But geographically, okay. I would say no. Danes, you're on the short list. You're on the naughty list. <laughs> kind of... Oh. That sounds like a good thing. Danes? Look out, Danes. Danes, son. Andy's, um. <laughs> Andy's coming for you, Danes. So on average, let's say everybody gets the noodle shop Lego set. It's about two pounds. Okay. You're paying fifty dollars for two pounds. Well, it's forty four ninety nine. Just buy ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much ground beef you can get for forty four ninety nine? Enough to feed a family, a couple <laughs> families. <laughs> so two pound gift on average totals is about five hundred fifty one thousand tons of presents. <laughs> In twenty twenty, oh a guy named Half Thor Bjornsson lifted. 1,104 pounds in competition deadlift. Okay, uh, that's insane. That's the world record, um, which is ridiculous. That's half a ton. It's over half a ton. Yeah. Wow. It would take almost a thousand of the world's strongest men to carry the weight of Santa's sack. So he's, he's. Oh, you mean his present bag? Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's ripped. Uh, Santa is Jeez. ripped. To ev- um, let's also talk about that. Means the sleigh would obviously be at least. Uh, 551,000 tons. Um, with the bag in it. With the bag in it. Uh, and you Ooh. could throw on, what, a couple hunt, uh, maybe another ton for his uh, sleigh itself. Did you um? Did you happen to do the science to calculate how much energy <laughs> it would take to move I've, that I, mass at that speed? I thought about it. I did not do that, that calculation. It must set the world ablaze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it creates... <laughs> Like a second sun. So, oh, yeah. Second sun for sure. Chernobyl explosion. <laughs> I know Chernobyl didn't explode. Um, Chernobyl explosion is what happens when I drink any <laughs> amount of milk. <laughs> That's what happens when you, I go to Taco Bell. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, the heaviest aircraft ever built that flies is 710 tons. Um, okay. Again, crazy. This again, is insane. Yeah. Isn't that wild? What is it? I, I, I didn't write it down. I looked it up last night. <laughs> I know this sounds like it's not real, but it's real, Andy. You mean the Santa stuff? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right, and his right. elves are real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got one giving me a foot massage right now. Oh wait, that's Stevie. You're not getting paid for this. Hey, not cool. <laughs> Thanks, Stevie. Um, 
So 710 tons is the heaviest aircraft ever. Nowhere close to the 551,000 tons of Santa's big old bag. Um, let's talk about then how it would, if it would be possible to, uh, for reindeer then to pull. I'm not even going to talk about flying because that's a whole <laughs> other story. For them to even pull this sleigh. Okay. Um, short answer, maybe. Th- short answer. I'll give it a plausible. <laughs> Uh, I I looked at horses because why? Because com- comparatively, there's probably a lot more research done on horses. Yeah, as far as how f- much um, weight, weight they can pull. Yeah, you know it'd be awesome if we had a measure for that. Oh, you mean like newtons? <laughs> no, horsepower. Okay. Of course, yeah. <laughs> horsepower is actually um, oh, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like the am- amount uh uh or. It's the amount of energy that a horse can produce in a day. In a day. Yeah. Did you tell me this? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but the heaviest record, heaviest recorded weight ever pulled by a horse was 58,000 pounds. 29 tons. What? It How was. It was on. It was on wheels. But uh, this was. What? Some jacked horse. You're kidding. I'm not. How did they motivate the horse? Dude, I don't fucking know. But let's say he has a team of nine of those. Uh, so, so so if I'm this horse and they strap me to a mountain, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna try and pull this mountain, right? Like, and what? then they're like, eh, get a carrot, sugar cube, <laughs> sugar cube. Yeah, man, I would kill a hardworking family man for a sugar cube. What would you do for a sugar cube? <laughs> Thank you for rewriting the Klondike song. No problem. I d- I, I do my best. Uh, so with a team of nine of those, you carry about 261 tons. So again, not even close. To the number that we need. Nine. Uh, Why you say nine? Because. Do you count Rudolph? How dare you? For purposes of trying to get as much weight as possible, yes, I do. Name the reindeer. Go. Uh, this is. For, I have that written down for you later, so we're not oh. going to do that. Oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know him. Okay, terrific. I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited. Speaking of reindeer, I do want to talk about reindeer for a little bit. Right. Santa Classically has eight famous tiny reindeer as uh-huh. a part of his team according to legend uh, that began with the poem twas the night before christmas the night which before. was originally um called a visit from saint nicholas it was published in yes. 1823 i i actually came across this when i was uh looking at my true meaning at christmas thing <gasps> there you go yeah yeah so the original was not called twas the night before christmas and it was published in 1823 andy can you name all of santa's reindeer go yeah uh on dasher on dancer on prancer on vixen on Connor, <laughs> <laughs> Clyde, <laughs> no. uh, on, on. Oh, on. no. We're in trouble here, folks. Donner and Blitzen. Okay. And then Cupid. Okay. You're missing one? Yeah, just the one. That you so affectionately called Connor earlier. <laughs> I thought, is it not Connor? It's not Connor. <laughs> You're Prancer. mixing up Donner and what this actually is. Kr- Kramer. <laughs> on Kramer and Seinfeld. On Costanza. Crasher on Crasher. <laughs> no, on it's actually Thrasher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know... Comet and Cupid. <laughs> Comet, Comet. Yeah, you Comet. got Comet. You were so confident going into that. I Well, because, uh, yeah. Well, you know, Donner and Blitzen are German for Thunder and Lightning. When they were, uh, originally it was Dunder and Blixem, which is 
well, thunder and lightning, but it got you know changed. Uh, is the you know what was that rebracketing <laughs> goes over time? Yeah, I know that's not rebracketing, but no, but it's okay. Yeah, I like what you're going for. I it's did. that what you're calling what you're saying is called hypercorrection, which is yeah, uh, whatever. Go listen to fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna explain this to you right now. <laughs> Terrific. So I do. I, I just I just want to go over reindeer in general for a minute because there's some really weird, interesting things. That I found out yeah. about reindeer. Um, yeah, rain- they hate applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just made I that up. Know, yeah, uh, rain- reindeer are the same as caribou. Those are the exact oh. same thing. All right. Um, Check knew that one. Okay, good. Yep. Uh, reindeer is just the name used for mostly in the eastern hemisphere. Caribou for the western hemisphere. So the U.S. and Canada call them caribou. Okay, did not know that. Uh, there you go. Um, there are a few different species of reindeer depending on where they're found, but overall they're pretty similar. Habitats include uh, northern boreal forests, so pine forests, some mountain ranges, areas of tundra. Hold on. You just said northern boreal forests. Yeah. Okay, so... Sorry. I, that's, I guess that's a Rio Grande River. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Because Boreas is the Roman god of the northern wind. But sorry. I didn't know that's where that yeah. came from. You learn something new every day, folks, even when you're the host of the podcast supposed to be explaining things to the other person. Okay, well, you keep saying <laughs> things that I happen to know stuff about. So, if you'd have read I'm the second kidding, book in the Andy. Percy Jackson... I did read it. It's been a long time. Okay. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, uh, reindeer can be found currently in Norway, Finland, Russia, Greenland, Canada, and Alaska, so the U.S. Um, Hell Yeah. Historically, reindeer were found much further south, but obviously, you know, climate change, global yeah. warming, thanks human Barack migration Obama. patterns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reindeer could once be found um, in, in, into the uh, rest of the contiguous 48 U.S. states, Montana, Idaho, um, the, you know, others around the Great Lakes. Elk can still be found yes. in that area. Oh, yeah. Different different than reindeer? Elk yes. Different than reindeer? Different. Okay. Different. X did not know that. <laughs> um... Historically, some reindeer in Europe could even be found as south as Spain. Ah, the Spanish reindeer. Ah. <laughs> Such a unique variety. Yeah. They um, only eat chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> I will get to their eating habits in a minute, which are kind of crazy. Oh. Uh, here are some fun facts about reindeer that I found. The knees of many subspecies of reindeer are adapted to produce a clicking sound as they walk. Huh. And this w- is why would that be? The case? Why would that be? Because mine do the same thing. I and know. I'm hoping. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, it, we don't know exactly why they do that. They actually um, do indicate the the sound of the clicks um, to. Uh, it's like it's basically become like a nonverbal communication for reindeer. You can hear other reindeer coming. You can tell how big a reindeer is by the clicking of their knees. Okay. Um, they so fee fi fo fumming out here. Yeah. <laughs> They stomp and they <laughs> ass around, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so the sound ma- is is uh, happens when they're walking or running, and nice. it's actually like tendons slipping over parts of their <gasps> their bones and their knees. All right, no more discussion so gonna, of tendons, yeah, okay, please. Cool, cool. Moving on, moving on. So then their knees click. A study by researchers in 2011 revealed that reindeer can see light with wavelengths in the ultraviolet range. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> With shorter wavelengths than humans can see, uh, which they... Oh, I guess that would make sense, though, because they live in parts of the world where the sun isn't out all year round. Right. So it's believed that that helps 
um, you know, at adapt to those yeah. environments where there is a lot more darkness for a lot more of the year. That's really interesting. Uh, in Arctic landscapes. Didn't know that. Yeah. You te- you're, lear- you're making me learn today, How about I that? guess. It, this is also probably the reason that reindeer... Uh, usually avoid power lines because power lines avoid ultraviolet light. There's like no kidding. of ultraviolet light that emit from power lines. So they see this as just like a long flashing string of light and they won't they typically avoid those Man, areas. Man, talk about a way to very easily and unknowingly disrupt it. And then um, ecosystem? Ecosystem, yeah. yeah. Holy Isn't that crap. crazy? That is, that is crazy. Yeah. Another fun fact. Reindeer, at least uh, in a lot of the winter months, mainly eat lichens. You know what lichens are? That's moss. Oh yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and, like yeah, the yeah. organisms that like so they are lick- similar to algae yeah. or moss. That so they just li- they just licking rocks. They just licking rocks, really. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of times in the tundra, there's not a lot of other shit to eat. Right. Um, yeah. So, so they, they licking rocks. Huh? Um, that's, yeah. Fun fact: that's where the word lichen comes from. Is where you lick rock, licking rocks. <laughs> That's not true. That yeah, up. that's not true. Reindeer are the only large mammal known to be able to uh, digest lichens, uh, and they are okay. the only ex- animal, except for some gastropods, with enzyme with the enzyme lichenase that breaks down lichen into glucose. Okay, uh, aptly named gastropods being like snails. Yeah. Okay. Nice. You know, bottom feeders. They're just like <laughs> bottom on the feeders. moss. Yeah, that's what they're. <laughs> no, that's what we call people who eat ass. <laughs> Uh, thanks. <laughs> and a prop, Stevie. Depending on times, reindeer diets can get kind of weird. Uh, they're known to partly consume shed antlers of other reindeer or caribou Aww. when times are particularly tough in terms of finding food. And sometimes even antlers that haven't been shed. <laughs> Imagine chewing on someone else's fingernails. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's the equivalent, right? Somebody, it's like the Super Bowl commercial where the person was eating Doritos and they had yeah. the dust on their fingers, and the dude leans over and is like... Sucking on that, slurping, slurping that Cheetle. That's what it's called. Don che- Cheetle, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a person. <laughs> no, it's a person. <laughs> uh, so in addition to shed antlers, uh, in the spring especially, when food sources can be kind of tough, some reindeer have been known to eat lemmings, fish, and even eggs. Making them... Like omelets? <laughs> Like they yeah, but they up. only eat them from the omelet station where there's like the private chef there that like oh, yeah. you know does them up nice. Just you do the way little you want cubed them. hams, little cube pieces of ham. <laughs> Wait, you said lemmings? Yeah, those are tiny mammals. Uh huh. And then what was the second thing? You Fish. Said? They eat. Fi- they go fishing. I mean, salmon. They can get their their mouths on some fish. You just put your antlers in the water and wait for fish to skewer themselves, <laughs> and then you wait for them to fall. Dumbass fish. So where are they getting eggs from, though? Like, like where you find eggs in the tundra? Where birds lay eggs? Oh, okay, great. Thanks for <laughs> answering my question. Moving on. <laughs> Do they just go to the fucking grocery store? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kill you. Uh, okay. That's what I got on reindeers. Uh, I have got no idea dirt on reindeer. <laughs> I have no idea how much time we've been doing this. Oh, so I I forgot here, to start a. Yeah, I'll start, start a timer it. right Good, now. Good, that's real helpful. Um, uh, but I'm just gonna go, and I think I have one more kind of topic to talk about, and then we'll, and then we'll be done. Sure. So I'm gonna guess that we've been doing this for 35 minutes. That's probably a solid guess. So the last thing I want to talk about, Andy, is the North Pole. North Pole, famously where Santa lives. Yeah, that's and where his. His disgusting uh, slave factory. labor, yeah, exploitative, yeah, yeah. The book thing. "The Jungle" was written about his workshop. <laughs> <laughs> There's meat all over the place. 
Rat shit. Yep. All that stuff. They chain elves up by their ankles and slit oh, their throats. Oh, gross. <laughs> hey, you're the one eating armor meat. Hey, man. It tastes all right. It does. Anyway. The North Pole, obviously where Santa has his workshop. He lives, all that stuff. Uh, according to legend, Santa's workshop and all of his toy-making elves live at the North Pole. The geographic North Pole, there are two different North Poles, and we'll talk about both of them. The geographic North Pole is just at the very top of the globe. It is 90 degrees oh, latitude. Oh, there's a magnetic North. There is a magnetic North Pole as well. I don't understand why they're not the same. <sighs> I don't fully either. Oh. And I, I, didn't, I couldn't go all the way into magnetic fields okay. to the extent to explain it today. I will do magnets well, a different time. It seems like our North Pole is kind of arbitrary. Like, why don't we just make our North Pole ma- the magnetic North? Because, Andy, and this might blow your mind, the magnetic North Pole moves over time. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean it moves? It moves where it is located. How? Because uh, wh- magnetic, the, the magnetic field shift uh, through, oh, what was it called? I think it was called, like, disruption. I can't remember the term. Yeah, I'll say but the <laughs> North Pole is moving. But magnetic fields are just, like, um, electrons, basically. So, ah. Uh. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know how magnets work. (laughs) 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 Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Okay, so what you're saying is We're going to have to set aside magnets and revisit those at a later date. It's going to be too much. It's already too much. I know it's too much. So are we talking about... We're going to start with the geographic North Pole. That I understand. 90 degrees latitude. Straight up. There we go. Um, The furthest northern part of the globe... the geographic North Pole is in the middle of the ocean, Andy. What ocean is it in the middle of? Indian. Oh! <laughs> um, Arctic. The Arctic Ocean. Good um, job. The Frank Ocean. <laughs> He's magnetic. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's good. I like that. Um, I'm sure you do. <laughs> so it's in the Arctic Ocean. Um, question is, is it potentially suitable for a settlement? <laughs> Could people actually live at the geographic North Pole, Andy? So stupid. <laughs> what do you think? Could they? I- I'm going to stamp it with a plausible. <laughs> <laughs> You'll stamp it with a plausible. Okay. Uh, the North Pole is uh, continuously covered in ice. Like Perfect. Round. So Suitable for a settlement. Uh, the ice. Uh, where did I write this? Where did it go? Oh, the ice at the North Pole is typically between six and a half to ten feet thick. Okay, so that is changing pretty often. Like it melts. Like seasonally, yeah. That's going to be an issue for feasibility of a settlement. Right. It's also sea ice, so it doesn't have like a continental, like landmass under it. So it's Uh constantly shifting a little bit. Yeah. So it's not really like structurally sound for architecture um, purposes. But but, okay, so let's throw out modern architecture. What about like a waterbed sort of a thing? (laughs) <laughs> and what do you mean by a waterbed sort of a thing is my question. What I mean is instead of like a concrete foundation, right? we fill a bag <laughs> <laughs> with water, uh-huh. hot water so it doesn't freeze, and oh. then we just set that on top of Andy, the Andy, and I, I just have to say <laughs> hot water over time will freeze. It's just going to be hot for what a little like, bit. What about like, okay, you're right. We fill it with antifreeze. Okay. Right? <laughs> and then and then as the sea ice moves, the house on top won't. Or maybe I something with springs. I don't think that's how. Maybe, what do you think? Something with springs? Springs. Yeah, you heard me. 
<laughs> like I don't know how springs are already wobbly. How do those make things better? Well, and this I don't have time for. But <laughs> if you know, you know. I'd love to answer your question, but I'm out of time. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately. Talk to me about it at lunch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I will. I will see you at lunch, Andy, and I will try and find you. Um, so, yeah, sea ice, not super reliable. There's also, um, you know, temperature-wise. Pretty cold. Pretty cold. I'm guessing. Uh, like, what, what do you think? Like 40 degrees? <laughs> what do you think? Just like sweatshirt weather. <laughs> The North Pole is actually considerably warmer than the South Pole. This I know. For a couple of reasons. Yeah. Because the South Pole is on an elevated landmass that has higher elevation. It's also it's also surrounded by like a, a, a landmass, but a frozen landmass. Oh, okay. Rather than just sitting on top of water six to ten feet. Okay. Because uh, water generally is like a, a, a moderating agent in terms of like temperature. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so isn't the South Pole like also... The Earth is tilted such that the mm-hmm. South Pole gets considerably less sunlight, right? I mean, it pole? just it just depends on the season. They both have times where they are completely completely dark for okay. you know months at a time, and they okay. both have times where they are completely so I guess in I don't sunlight for months at a time. I guess again, I don't really understand this whole North South thing. <laughs> uh, I guess. Okay, Do keep you, going. Okay, I'll okay. Be all right. Um, so temperatures in the, in the North Pole. Um, there's actually a little bit of a problem in measuring temperature at the no- North Pole because the northernmost weather station that we have is in Greenland, uh, that like the furthest north northern hey, point of that's Greenland. That's not the North Pole. I know it's it's at 83 degrees north, which is 441 miles from the North Pole. That's that's so like we have gotten temperature readings at the North Pole before, but we don't really get consistent. That's ones. like the distance from. Uh huh. <laughs> Hold on, what's approximately 500 miles apart? Uh, I w- how far I would walk to show up at your door. Well, no, I would actually walk 500 miles, and then, and then I would and walk 500. I, uh, you'd more. walk 500 more. Yeah, so I wouldn't. Half of that, I'm halfway <laughs> to your house. That's how close we got. That's nothing. Exactly. Um, at the station in Greenland, weather ranges from about negative 58 to nine degrees Fahrenheit, with an average about negative 25 throughout the year. Uh huh. Um, it's pretty cold, I guess. It's it's pretty cold. I mean, it would be yeah. survivable with the right, you know, equipment and things like that. But like a coat. At least in those movies, those elves are not. They're wearing tights. Like they're not. Yeah, you're they're right. not very well clothed. Well, for now the that's situation. that's movie magic. You know that, uh, right? <laughs> you know that's the real elves definitely wear snow pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. I I talked about that. Studies also show that the ice thickness has decreased in recent years. Obviously, global warming. We like that ice thick. And it is estimated that in the coming decades, the Arctic Ocean and North Pole over time will actually completely thaw in the summer and refreeze in the winter. So it's not a good investment opportunity. Not over time, for sure. Yeah, North Pole and New Orleans, both underwater by 2040. (laughs) Good luck, everybody. Good luck, Santa. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Should have moved to Chicago. Oh, yo! You should do an episode on the architectural difficulties of building uh, an entire city on, on a swamp. Yeah, yeah, on a swamp. Are you talking about New Orleans or Chicago? Both. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's some cool stuff with Chicago architecture. I don't know it. Don't I sand. Know it. They had an issue with sand. Really? Yeah. It got in their butt. 
<laughs> they so, couldn't get it out. Sorry, what were you saying about the, <laughs> about the North Pole? Uh, so there's the geographic North Pole and the magnetic North Pole. And as I mentioned, the magnetic North Pole shifts over time. It's not in the same location. For a long time... Uh, <laughs> Up until 1996, I will say, measurements of the n- the magnetic p- North Pole put this within the Arctic islands of Canada. So actually probably on land or close to land in the very northern part of Canada. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that magnetic North not only shifts, but shifts often? Not, n- not often. This so is in, actually in like a little scary. I don't know why. In the, what, 20, 25 years since 1996, the North Pole has actually moved closer to the geographic north pole so Thank it's currently sort of in the middle of the the arctic ocean okay uh we don't have a lot of data going back super far on where the north pole is just for reasons <laughs> of getting like access oh. to getting there okay i thought it was like censored <laughs> <laughs> they can't know the people can't know no the the u.s government actually undertook operation polaris in during the cold war nice. which is like this whole secretive exploration into the arctic to like look into the magnetic north pole and what it did and find shit where like this that. santa guy really santa, is. find where that santa gold is <laughs> where does he keep it huh? with that santa gold we would have gotten <laughs> the better of russia that's true not that did we eh, it was a tie um yeah just like vietnam <laughs> <laughs> said the history books um yeah, so a lot of times uh, different countries kind of claim that Santa's workshop is in different places. The Canada and the U.S. kind of say it's like toward the magnetic North Pole, which was for a long time in like the very northern part of Canada. In in uh, I have this written down. Other countries claim that Santa's home is in their country as well. Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Greenland all have their own legendary location of Santa's like workshop. So you're telling me, hold on, because I've never heard this before. I've never heard an elected government official say, Santa's at Magnetic North. <laughs> I've never heard anyone well, say that. The, Cana- the Canadian postal code for that region where Magnetic North was kind of s- known to be for a long time is H0, H0, H0. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, those Canadians. The United States Postal Service actually recommends that letters to Santa be addressed to 1225 Reindeer Road, North Pole, uh, Alaska, 99705. Uh, but What's those letters that what are is actually... 997? That's a zip code. That's an actual zip code? Yeah. But those letters are actually redirected to volunteers in Santa Claus, Indiana. That's right. There is a Santa Claus, yeah, Indiana. That's right. So. That's, that's really fun. cool. And that's the North Pole. God, Andy. the whole country goes through such lengths to convince children of the magic of Christmas. And my parents just decided <laughs> that that wasn't something that the I The Canadian deserved. government named a postal code after what Santa says. The, well, the Postal Service of the United States redirects Reroutes, letters yeah. to an actual town called Santa Claus, Indiana. Yeah. Lame. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Wild stuff. Crazy. Wild. So let me guess. Do you have a game for I me? I do not have a game. What? I do not have a game today. It's a Christmas miracle, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, di- I didn't build in a game to this one. I didn't know how long it would take to get through all those all those things. And we, we you guessed the reindeer, so there was your game. I know you're disappointed. I'll have a game next next time. I can promise. I add with, can I say a fun fact? Please. Do you know how to say the word eleven in German? Uh it's probably like uh eleven. It's elf. Uh-huh. 
E-L-F. Elf. That's true. That's... Look it up. Okay. I don't like that. Why? That makes me uncomfy. You want to know what 12 is? Is it... D- d- uh, doof? It's 12. Oh, <laughs> nice. Cool. Glad we went with elf and doof. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're good at this. You're good at this German thing. Nathan, do you have anything else for me? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Do you have anything to say to the listeners, Andy? Listeners, um... Thank you. Why? Why do you do this? To Thank you for sticking with us through these. We hope you have a happy holiday season. Yeah, whatever that may look like for you. You know, if you're going through terrible relative times, or terrible school times, or terrible work times, or whatever, let the the mirth of the holiday season bring you great. <laughs> we joy. got a lot of mirth on this podcast. Hella mirth. You need a dose of mirth. We're mirthy as fuck. Just, bro, it's getting it's getting mirthy in here. So take off. <laughs> <laughs> you, hear, you heard it here first, folks. It's getting mirthy in here. So take off all your clothes. You know what? Nathan, thank you for, for a, 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 a mirthy episode. You're welcome for all that mirth, yeah. Andy. Uh, I hope you had a good time. And you learned something. I know you did. I Well, well a couple I, things that scared you, but you learned something. <laughs> hey, it's not a day in the life of Andy if I'm not scared. That's right. So um, for more mirth. Check us out on yeah. social media. We're real mirthy on social. Hit us up at Topical Breeze on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And you can also Our email Our Twitter account us. has been banging lately. Uh, yeah, it got some good ones in there. And <laughs> uh, you can also email us at topicalbreezepod at gmail.com. Yeah. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Yep. And all emails to Santa will be redirected to Stevie's personal email. So. Hey, man. Hey, what? Just because you're That's pagan. Cool. No, I, I don't care. Happy you. Happy Yule, Stevie. Happy Yule, Stevie. Happy Christmas, Andy. What, why what do you, you keep saying I don't know why you're looking at me. What do you mean, why am I looking at you? We're the only people here. We're doing a podcast together. That's what you, right. Where do you want me to look? I don't know. I thought you wanted me to say something. My eyes are up here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Andy. I'm Nathan. Yo, ho, ho. And a bottle of thank you for listening. We'll see you later. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Jingle all the way. Oh, a lot of fun, what a lot of fun to ride and sing. I don't remember that part. Yeah, we're going to get like copyright stricken down.